Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. All right, let's get it. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, the closer, Chris Ventra, the fantasy executive, Corey Parson. For the next hour, leading you up to the best friends forever. Got a number of things we want to talk about, mainly going over some of the action in last night's preseason games. Obviously, if it's Friday, that means you got drafts coming up this weekend. Your telephone calls on deck, 844-843-6879. Once again, that's 844-843-6879. A little later on in the program, give you the latest update on the Beat the Fantasy Exec League. That goes down tomorrow night. Slowly but surely, draft room starting to fill up. It's going to be a live, lit, and enhanced draft room. So I get some information on that. Also need to um, holler at the Goon Squad. Got to get some uh, official Goon Squad business getting t- taken care of. So we'll get that done. Also, Ventra, Jim Day was good. Was you uh, Ventra? Did you watch any football last night, or you was up to, uh, uptown, or was you in uh, Bensonhurst kicking it? No, I watched a little bit of the Jets, a little Donald, but um, I-, I missed. You know, the starters a little bit. Yeah, that's no problem. But I watched on all, uh, I didn't watch really the other games, but I watched the highlights this morning and stuff. James Washington was interesting to me. There's a couple of things we could talk about here today that, you know, really piqued my interest last night. Fantasy Taz, if you wasn't drafting, I'm sure you was locked to the TV screen last night. What's good with you, my man? Jim. I don't know if Jim knows <laughs> he's on the air right now. Uh, Jim, we don't have no volume no on, on Taz. No audio on Taz. So let's get that squared away and situated. We get my man Fantasy Taz up here so he can start breaking some stuff down with us. <clears throat> so the number one trending topic last night while NFL football games was going on was the name of Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater, obviously, of course. Shout out to Miami. Shout out to Dade County. Shout out to Liberty City. From the mighty Northwestern High School, goes to Louisville, goes to Minnesota as a top draft pick, takes that team to the playoffs, had the Seattle Seahawks beat, comes back the next year. They said they're going to give him the playbook and open up the whole playbook for Bridgewater. He has a horrific knee injury, suddenly almost out of the football for two years. Signs in the offseason with the New York Jets because they got a log jam in Minnesota and they bring in Kirk Cousins. The Jets draft the quarterback. They let it openly be known they want to trade Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater in the two preseason games is the best quarterback on the New York Jets. Teddy Bridgewater gives the New York Jets the best chance to win. Teddy Bridgewater should be a starting quarterback in the NFL this season. That opportunity likely won't come with the New York Jets. What do you think, Venture, about Teddy Bridgewater and what you've seen of a Bridgewater the past couple weeks? I, I like it. I mean, I think he does deserve a shot to be the starter. I don't think Darnold should start because I don't think the Jets are ready. You, you, no reason to throw him right in the fire. I don't think the Jets are going to be a winning team this year. Um, so Bridgewater's a good guy to try out. I mean, he cost you close to nothing. And, and, you know, this guy could be a good, solid quarterback, maybe even a trade piece if, down the line if they want to use him. I don't know. I, I just think that this guy, when he was playing for Minnesota, he looked very poised. He looked solid. He was more like a game manager at the time. But... I feel like he could develop and grow from that. So I think Bridgewater is a nice... They have a good problem on their hands. Let's put it that way. They got a good problem on their hands. Do we have Jim yet? All right. All right, still working on getting Jim Day up, get him squared away and situated. Yeah, I do. See, here's the thing with Darno. They put draft capital behind Darno. Mm-hmm. Darno, Darno, whatever his name is. French, Darno. Darno. Now, here's the deal. They put draft capital behind him. Yeah. It's like like Ted, It's not like Donald is stinking to join up. He's actually competing and going out there and looking good himself. Had a couple of good, good drives. The problem is, this is like that's classic New York Jet. Like they're going to trade Teddy Bridgewater, and Teddy Bridgewater is going to take a team to the playoffs this year. 
that team could be the New York Jets if they, if they hold on to him, Jim. But I'm looking at the situation last night, and I'm thinking, wow, Teddy Bridgewater, not only is he the best quarterback wearing green and white in that Jet roster, he might be the best healthy quarterback wearing green and white. He may be a Philadelphia Eagle after Foles injury last night. Teddy Bridgewater, is a, it looks like he's poised to take a team to a playoffs this year, but he's going to be sitting on somebody's bench somewhere. Oh, yeah, that's a truly a mistake. Uh, and sorry for the late call, guys. Something happened with my Skype. Um, yeah, I'm with you. He looked poised, collect. Uh, he was moving his feet around in the pocket perfectly. Perfect, you know, pinpoint accuracy. Uh, you know, he looked like the Ted, Teddy Bridgewater he was before he got injured. And I agree with you. I think he needs to be starting somewhere. And, you know, at this point in time, I wouldn't be surprised if that is with the Jets. Uh, I just... You know, I know everybody's talking about Sam Darnold, but he's still a rookie. Uh, you got McCown there, but Bridgewater looked really solid last night. And, you know, I'd love to see more from him. Mm-hmm. This looks like, Jim, it could be a classic New York Jet mistake, like leaving Emmett Smith on the board and drafting Blair Thomas. Like, it looks like oh. it could be that kind of New York Jet move where they trade away Bridgewater. And I, Bridgewater goes on to win the MVP. You feel what I'm saying? And <laughs> Sam Darnold struggles in his rookie year. That's like a Jet-like thing. Well, it is possible, but remember, the Jets are the only ones that offered Bridgewater a chance. That is true. You're right about that, so too. They, they bring him in for that, so, you know, he's got a little chance there. And, um, you know, again, I, I think he looked especially good last night, and he's definitely, at the very least, he's definitely helping his trade stock if they do want to trade him. Another play, another play to talk about is Jeremy Hill. Rex Burkhead, well, Sonny Michelle, <clears throat> who they drafted, put a lot, put heavy draft stock in, He's dealing with injuries. They say he should be good to go by week one, but still a rookie running back coming into week one. How many snaps, how many opportunities is, is he really going to get? Rex Burkhead is out with a minor tear in his knee. It is nothing minor about a tear in Rex Burkhead's knee. I guarantee you it's going to linger with him throughout the course of the season. Jeremy Hill was said to be on the roster bubble. Jeremy Hill very well could be the lead dog in this running game come week one, Jim. Yeah, I'm liking what I'm seeing of him. He looks like he's energized again. He wants to play. He's uh, looking strong when he gets on the field. Look, you know, this is a guy that between 2014 and 2016, he averaged 900 yards a season. He had 9.6 touchdowns on average those three seasons. So, you know, it's not like he's a 33-year-old back. He's a young guy. He's only 25. He's still got plenty of time to play. And all these other guys are dropping like rocks. Don't sleep on Jeremy Hill. Let me tell you something. Jeremy Hill is 25 years old. Yeah. I got yeah. socks older than Jeremy Hill. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, we, with holes and in we can, <laughs> Yeah, with holes we can, in them. Thank you, Ventura. And, and we can smell them. <laughs> oh, stop it. You can't smell them. You can sit that right here, my man. Good looking out. I appreciate you. That's the oh. big dog burger right there. That is compliments of Louis. executive. Of Louis M. Mayon. Tell the big homie. I said thank you very much. <clears throat> Ventra, Jeremy Hill as the lead dog for the New England Patriots. That could be a thing. A month ago, Sun was talking about they was going. They was talking about Sun was going to be on the roster bubble. Never in my wildest imaginations would I that Jeremy Hill be the lead back here. There's so many running backs, but you know what? New England made a did a good job of getting him, and he's an insurance policy. And look, two running backs hurt right now. Jeremy Hill stepping up. He's competing, and he looks like he has the drive to compete. Uh, I just don't think that. Like I, I don't think it's a thing though. I, I honestly think once Burkhead or Michelle comes back and is ready to go, they're going to step right in and, you know, step on top of Hill. Hill will still see touches, but I don't think it's, it's much If you're anything. drafting tonight and you want to draft a New England Patriot running back, this is what I would put the pecking order right now as if you're drafting tonight. Sony Michelle, James White, Jeremy Hill, Rex Burkhead. What James about White's your number two? Yeah. Wow. What about you? Sony Michelle, Rex Burkhead. James White, Jeremy Hill. Jim? Yeah, I'm definitely uh, I'm going away from that for you guys. Uh, I, you know what? In PPR, I like James White. He's going to have, you know, four, five, six really solid games. rest of the time, you're not going to see, see him at all. I think Jeremy Hill right now has the lead shot to be the early down back and the goal line back. Rex Burkett, this is the same knee that bothered him all last year at the end of the season. So I'm not trusting him at all at this point. Uh, Jeremy Hill, like I said, he's young. He's playing for his career, guys. Yeah, you're right. Because if he if he doesn't get it back this year, he may never step on a field again. So he's got a lot of you know stuff going on with him, and he's really out there trying to prove it. And don't be surprised if the 
Patriots realize that and get him involved. It would be crazy if next year this time Jeremy Hill is playing on the Toronto Alouettes. <laughs> but we've seen running backs at this age fall and disappear before. Trent Richardson. So I think right, right now, Clinton Portis might be like 31 years old right now. Clinton Portis? <laughs> he might be 31 years old right now. <laughs> no, he really might no. be. Clinton Portis uh, might be 31 <laughs> years old. Look how old. Let's, Clinton Portis right is now. no older than 35 now. years old. <laughs> I, I don't think so, but let's see. He's, um, nah, he's much older. He's going to be 37 soon. Oh, he'll be 37 years yeah, old? Yeah, yeah. That's oh, in September 1st. Much older than 35. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what I'm saying is these running backs, it, it, man, it's like that. NFL, not for long, Jack. You would think Clinton Portis would be in his 40s. He had a long NFL career. He's been retired for a while now. Those concussions put Sun out just like that, though. Yeah, running, when you're a running back, you take a beating. Clinton take Portis also beating. came into the NFL very young, too. I believe he might yeah. have been 19 or 20 when he got in the league. Um, other action from last night, the situation in D.C., Darius Geis down for the year, Chris Thompson banged up, Rob Kelly is Rob Kelly, Sam Piran sprains the ankle last night, they don't, they don't, they, it doesn't look to be serious for Piran. <sighs> Adrian Peterson is out there, DeMarco Murray is out there. What do you think, Jim? Is DC? They say they find the way they are set up currently, and I'm like, no, you're not. Because Sam Piran was a dog last year. No, no, let me not say he was a dog. He flashed at times. I updated my rankings today on RotoExperts.com, so that's going to be out in a few for people that's drafting this weekend. Promo code Frenzy if you go out there and cop the exclusive edge package to take my rankings with you to the draft. It's probably one of the smartest decisions you'll ever make in your life, <clears throat> Jim. Avoid DC running backs or find the guy that's going to be a, a, a fantasy football savior. I think they need to look for somebody else, whether they try and trade with somebody to get another body. Uh, you know, there's people out there, uh, Abdullah could probably be had. But you know what? The, the guy I'd love to see them bring in is Orleans Darqua. Um, you know, laugh all you want, but this is a guy last year that in this Giants terrible offense, averaged 4 4. 4.4 yards per carry, totaled 751 yards on only 171 carries. He's not much in the passing game, but he he's much better as a running back than people give him credit for, and I'd love to see somebody pick him up. Orleans Darkwell? Mm. Hey, he outran, younger? he outran Joe Mixon last year. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, Darkwell, I'm I understand. not a Joe Mixon guy. No, I mean, but I hear Talon you, but is Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon's being drafted in the third round. Or that's true. Was, is looking for a team. Well, yeah, yeah that's true, too. And uh, I think that I understand the, the sense of not getting, like, a, a veteran like DeMarco or Peterson because wh why bring in somebody, too, who could possibly high injury risk again to get hurt? And you already got two running backs, three running backs hurt at this point. One that's out for the year. One that's probably going to be out for a while with a sprained ankle. And the other one has a leg issue, Chris Thompson. It's sad because I really like Chris Thompson. I think he could be something good in fantasy for you if he was able to get you know, a good portion of carries. But it looks like he's not going to be ready full strength till November, it says. But um, Wait, wait, wait. No, let, me, let me clarify that for you. It, it really wasn't what he said was because he's full strength. He's on the field. He's playing. Yeah, what yeah. he thinks in his mind mentally, he's not sure he's going right. to be fully over it until November. So he can't and get the me, carries he wants, right? Like the touches that he really wants to, that he should get. Well, that's what that's what the problem may be. It may be in his mind, and that actually could be a lot worse. Yeah, that, that could be a big problem. And uh, I, I think you're right. I think you need some sort of big body back because Rob Kelly ain't going to get it done uh, to come in there and, and run between the tackles for this team because they're going to need that. They're going to need that. So last night, me and one of the homies, we on the block chilling, whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> Something got stuck. Were you partying with the couple that were holding hands? No, they, 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 no, no, but they need. I told, I let them know, y'all owe me one. So, I'm just kicking it. So my phone is like, zzz, zzz, zzz. I don't have my notifications turned off. I'm in chill mode right now. And why am I getting all these damn notifications? So I open it up, and the notifications are coming from Twitter. And you would have thought. Isaiah Crowell broke off a 99-yard touchdown run like Tony Dorsett. See, I told you, I told you, I told you Jimmy Graham and Aaron Rodgers. I told you Jimmy Graham and Aaron Rodgers. I told you Jimmy Graham and Aaron Rodgers. I keep telling y'all, 
Aaron Rodgers don't throw the football to the tight end. This Jimmy Graham thing that you saw last night, Jimmy Graham scoring a touchdown, that was a, a fluke. That no. was a that was a fluke, Jim. That no. was an aberration. At, you are make dead wrong. make pretend like you did not see it. Make pretend you, like you did not see it, or else you're gonna come back to this thing and you be like, you know what? Exec was right. I paid a six round price for Jimmy Graham, and he got two touchdowns in ten games. Okay, I'll tell you what. If he scores less than seven touchdowns this year, I'll buy you your Here best bottle of scotch. <laughs> look, look at this you got, you got one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the league throwing him the ball you got a six seven tight end that has no problem going up and getting it how many defenders are actually going to be able to get up there even close to him you don't think Rodgers is going to love just tossing the ball high up in the air and letting him go get it he's going to do that all year long he's going to score 10 touchdowns yeah, but I'll take that seven. I'll I'll take the under on that. Let's put the number at seven, and I'll take the under on that for a bottle of scotch. Sounds good to me. There, there you go. go, right there. There it is. Somebody write it down because I'll forget. I, I'm going to forget too. <laughs> I'll write it down. <laughs> but the thing is, I don't I don't think we should overhype Jimmy Graham, Jim, because uh, here's the thing: he's touchdown reliant. I, I don't you know think what? the catches he's are going to be there. I don't think the yards are going to be there. The thing about it is, I, go ahead, Jim. I I totally agree with you. I don't think he's going to have. 50, 60, 70 catches. I don't think that. I don't think he's going to have a ton of yards. But if he catches 10 touchdowns, he's still a top 10 tight end. Right, top 10. But he's going as like a top 5 tight end. Here's the thing about it is, when you look at tight ends, in order to finish a week as a tight end one, all those dudes score touchdowns. So if he catches one pass for one yard, and he scores eight points in the PPR. That's a top he's, ten. He's going to be top ten. That's top ten. But I, right now he's going. That's what I'm saying. He's going a little too high for me. I see him as like tight end eight or something like that because there's other guys who are, who are catching a ton of passes, getting a ton of targets. Plus, you got to worry with Jimmy Graham. One injury and it's all over. A four. Uh, you need a back. Everybody. Everybody. I know, but he's older and he's injury prone. I want to keep the Jimmy Graham conversation going. If you got thoughts, opinions on Jimmy Graham, 844-843-6879. If you want to tweet at me, exec, you're a wild man. Jimmy Graham is not a fluke. Him and Aaron Rodgers are going to work. Please tweet at me. That Matter of fact, call me with that 844-843-6879. What's the most important thing you can do today? How about swab to save a life? Every three minutes in the United States, a person is diagnosed with a blood cancer like leukemia. Bone marrow transplants give patients a new lease on life, but 70% of them must rely on a stranger for one. You can help. Register with DKMS to become a donor. You'll receive a swab kit in the mail, swab your cheeks, send the samples back, and you're good to go. Take the first step. Become a hero. Register today at DKMS.org. Let's get it. 844-843-6879. Excuse me while I'm chewing on my burger. Fantasy Football Frenzy right here, FNTSY Radio. Y'all can bring the camera shot back and show the food. Ain't not going to trip off that. <laughs> Goon Squad know how I get down. They love it, too. This Jimmy Graham thing got me tight. Send Rocky upstairs. If we got somebody to run the anti-caster, send Rocky upstairs. Oh, the intern Rocky. Today's yeah. his last day. So, yeah, he know. caught one. He, he gets one catch, one catch for eight yards and a touchdown. That's uh, like I feel like that's what you can do every week: two catches, fifteen no, yards, and a touchdown. He'll he'll probably get at least three, four catches a game. He'll probably get forty yards, fifty yards possibly, and he'll get that one TD. And then you're all of a sudden you're looking at eighteen points. If he does that consistently, that'd be a pretty nice year for him. <laughs> I think he's going to have a pretty nice year. He's yeah. got the. He's got the best quarterback in the game throwing him the ball. Everybody who says, oh, he doesn't throw to tight ends, he just hasn't had a tight end that he liked. He likes him. Yeah. He really does. He's talking about him all preseason. He, he likes that they're building chemistry already, and they're going to do just what they did last night all year long. Oh, relax, Jim. He's going to get a red zone <laughs> targets. I agree with that. Rocky. Just, a lot. Oh, you can sit Rocky, over there, you Rocky. Go over there? Whatever, whatever you want to do, Rocky. This is your world, not mine. <laughs> I'm just here trying to make a couple dollars to take care of these kids, Rock. <laughs> hey, everybody hey, everybody in the chat, Um, right quick, Goon Squad. If you're new to the Goon Squad, you wasn't with us last year. Um, If you're new to the Goon Squad, you want French fries? I want a French fry. Yeah. Go ahead, son. If you're new to the Goon Squad, 
Um, would you like French fry? You good? Turn your microphone on, son. If you're new to the Goon Squad, we have a a chairman of the board of the Goon Squad, and he's in the chat, and he's like the leader, not the leader of the Goon Squad. He's the chairman of the board. He is. He does the logistics for the Goon Squad. Anything that needs to get to me, he handles that, and that's my man Lance Davis, right? You make sure that you holler at Lance Davis with any problems, any 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 issues. With Goon Squad stuff, you go to Lance Davis. He's the chairman of the board of the Goon Squad. Lance Davis keeps me on point on my toes and stuff like that. Another thing, Lance, Lance LD, when me and this bet that me and Jim got, I'm going to be enhanced. I'm going to forget about it. I'm going to win it, but I'm going to forget about it. I need, Lance, I need you to make sure that you keep up with all the bets that we make on, on the show. So Lance Davis, make sure that is the chairman of the Goon Squad. Lance Davis, you handle the bets. Lance Davis runs logistics. Lance Davis is the buffer to the fantasy executive. You feel yeah, what I'm saying? Runs the blogs. And- yeah, well, we don't we don't have a blog, but Lance <laughs> Davis is is the is the he's the buffer. So you you got in order to get to me, you got to go through Lance, or you call me on the telephone eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. How you doing, Rock? Doing good. How about you, man? I'm I'm doing doing good. Also, this Jimmy Graham thing. You have a take on it. You have an opinion on it, right? Right. So I'm going to let you get on your soapbox and tell me what you think of why you think this Jimmy Graham thing is going to work or if you think this Jimmy Graham thing is not going to work. But I will let you know this, Rocky. After you're done, we're going to grade your performance. So I want you to speak into the microphone with confidence, get your thoughts together, uh, state your case, and then after that, we will grade you and if you do good, you can take phone calls with us. If you do bad, you got to go back downstairs and get on the Anycaster. All right, gotcha. All right, 844-8436-879. Listen, everybody tweeting me talking about how Jimmy Graham going to score 17 touchdowns and he's going to lead tight ends in touchdowns this <laughs> 17. year. That's ridiculous. What you saw last night when Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Graham is a flat-out fluke because Aaron Rodgers don't throw the ball to the tight end, Rocky. Yeah, but you got to look at it this way. You saw what Jimmy Graham's career was during New Orleans when he had a top five quarterback in Drew Brees. And what happened when he was with Drew Brees? He lit it up and he was one of the top five tight ends in football. And now he's playing with Aaron Rodgers, who's another top five quarterback. And you don't think Rodgers is going to rely on the tight end that much? Yes, he's got Randall Cobb. He's got um, Geronimo. uh, No, Devontae Adams, Mm -hmm. you know, two top wide receivers for the Packers. But the Packers got no running game. Who are you going to rely on? Jamal Williams, Ty Montgomery? I think this is going to be a resurgence for Jimmy Graham. And you may not see the old Jimmy Graham, like when he's with the Saints, but just flashes of it. Give me a projection on numbers for Jimmy Graham. This year, I would go with... No, next year. <laughs> I would go with um, nine touchdown receptions, maybe 800 yards. Wow. Because I think Rodgers is going to really uh, help his career. And so you he's think he's going to yeah. be Gronk? Nine touchdowns, 800 yards. Yeah. I really, I'm really high on Jimmy Graham this year. Where, you, where, where are you going to draft him at? I would say maybe fourth, fifth round. Fifth maybe round. Sixth, yeah. You put a $1,000 entry fee up, and you sitting in the fifth round, right. and Jimmy Graham's on the board. Would I take him? Yeah. $1,000 entry fee. Depending on who else is there, I would take a flyer on him. You see? Yeah. But a fifth, fifth round pick, Rocky, ain't a flyer. Yeah. That's right. the contributor. But you know what? I really think Jimmy Graham's going to light it up this year. I'm 1,000% confident about that. All right. Ventra. I, I can't. One to ten, Ventra. I, I, I like this guy. He's smart. All right. All right. All right. All right. Ventra, you're great in Rock's performance now. One to ten. I'm going to give him a, a 6.5 because I, I wanted a little bit more explanation uh, as to why you think that Jimmy Graham is going to get 900 yards receiving. Because the thing I, I see here, like I'm just picturing at 700 yards both of Jimmy Graham's knees will explode. <laughs> they will explode, and he won't be able to walk yes, no more. You know, he's, he's injury-prone. He's been injury-prone the last few years, but when healthy, he's one of the top five tight ends in football. You know, it's kind of like Gronk with New England. When healthy. Now he's also he's going he's to be 32 years old at some point this season. He's 31 years old. He's an old 31 because he's been banged around a lot. He's had a lot of injuries. So I just don't see the yardage. Maybe he wait, does wait, get no touchdowns. He is I, a I red zone threat. You gotta give him. I that. just gotta interject something here, ahead, Chris. You know, you're talking about him being injury prone and all this. You know, he's only missed five games in the last six years. Five games. All, yeah, but separate games. injuries. That, so what? He missed five games in the last six years, and they were all in 2015. 
Well, he's definitely played more than uh, Jordan Reed and, and guys that are a lot more injury prone. But I just don't see it at this age for him to go back to, to those days of getting over 800 yards. I know in 2016 he had over 900, but that, I think that was his last hurrah, like that, his last big year as a tight end. He's a top 10 tight end, but not a top five. All right, so here we go. Jim, what do you grade Rocky? Oh, I grade Rocky with an A-plus. Man knows what he's talking about. <laughs> 844-843-6879. rocking with us. Uh, let's head out to the phone lines. Let's crack the seal on the phones for the day, and let's head out to my man. Oh, this is – I got two different lists here. Let's start in Westchester County. Since Rocky is from Westchester County, we go to Rob in Westchester. What up, Rob? Good, guys. How can we help you? couple things. There's no way I'm drafting Jimmy Graham. My man. My man. There's no there's no way. One, one more thing, one more thing. How come all these running backs are going before Tevin Coleman? That's a good question, son. Every single year. We got him ranked 40th? That's a good question. Now, I'm going to pull up my, I, I did my, my rankings in Exclusive Edge Package. I did an update on my rankings this morning. In PPR, I have Tevin Coleman as running back 24 in PPR. Tevin Coleman, when he is on the field, in limited action, Tevin Coleman's an RB2 every single year. And now you mix in the health of Devontae Freeman with him, him being one cushion, concussion away from hitting the injured reserve. I'm all over Tevin Coleman this year. Even if Freeman plays 16, Coleman will finish in the top 24. Are you waiting for one? <laughs> I was waiting for Rocky yeah. to say something. Oh, Rocky? I mean, I would take, definitely go with Tevin Coleman because, like you said, Devontae Freeman, he has a history with concussions. One concussion can just pretty much knock him out for the whole season. And in a way, Coleman kind of reminds me of Bilal Powell with the Jets. He can get about maybe 10 carries a game. He can catch passes out of the backfield. He can get good yardage. So, yes, I would, if, I, if, Tev, if I had an opportunity to draft Tevin Coleman in the later rounds, I would take a flyer on that. Uh, but he's going a little earlier than that. Uh, where he's going, I'm not. RB2 is, 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 a, is a stretch, man, for me. Tevin Coleman. All right, let me ask you he's this. The, he's the bottom end of a timeshare. Look at where he finishes. Let, let me ask you this. Jay Ajayi or Tevin Coleman? Jay Ajayi. Hands down. Tevin Coleman. Hands down. So let's, let's say if you have Ajayi on your roster and Coleman's right there, would you make him your RB1 or RB2? Ajayi's my RB2. Ajayi would be my RB2. So you would put Coleman in front of Ajayi? No. no. I, I said oh. I would take Ajayi over Coleman. Okay. Because Coleman's on the back end of a timeshare. Jay Ajayi's leading his team. In rush, he's going to be the lead back. Now, Coleman, here's the thing. Why he's been finishing so high? Eight touchdowns last year, 11 the year before. Touchdowns are a very fickle thing. The thing about that, and what you're saying is 100% correct. Touchdowns are a fickle very thing. Very fickle. But Tevin Coleman always scored him, though. For two yeah. years, yes. For the two years he's been in the that's league, That's the yes. thing about That's all we can go off of. He, he, they are fickle, but he scores them. I know. I just don't see him getting more, like getting, getting any better. I could see the regression of touchdowns going down to six or something. Now he's not an RB2. I think Tevin Coleman's an interesting player in a contract year. That contract is probably not going to come with the Falcons. He's got a concussion-prone running back in front of him on one of the best offenses in the NFL. Jim, how are you handling Tevin Coleman this year? I love Tevin Coleman this year. As a matter of fact, I like him more than Freeman. Freeman is going a little bit too high for my taste. If you look at his numbers, his numbers are coming down. His uh, targets in the passing game are coming down drastically every year over the last three years. Coleman's are, are definitely in a nice spot right now. And you're right. If he if we see Freeman with one more concussion, we may see Coleman as the number one back on that team. So right now where I can get Coleman, I'll take him over Freeman every day. Wait, wait, wait. But, but. The, the, the reason why Freeman lost a lot of targets last year is because he played 14 games instead of 16. That's because of those concussions. And when he was out on the field, he wasn't catching passes. They used Tevin Coleman more in the passing game than they used Freeman. But plus, he's clearly numbers, a great pass catcher. I mean, it took, The numbers have declined in three straight years. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Last year was 14 well, games played. Well, don't blame played. it on just last year. Don't blame it on just last year. The last three years, the numbers have gone down. To 2015 and 2016, 2015, 2016, he was a borderline. Well, 2015, he was without a doubt an RB1. 2016, I'm pretty sure he was a top 12 running back as well. Oh, Freeman? Yeah. If Freeman, if, if Freeman plays 16, he's going to be an RB1. Yeah. So he, but even with that being said, if Freeman plays 16, Coleman will be an RB2. No, I, listen, I think you should draft Coleman, but where he's going, I, I don't want to overhype him. I don't want to draft where him too he's high. Going, he's undervalued where he's going. And what round is that right now? Six? I see Tevin Coleman in the seventh round. I think that's about where he should go. Tevin Coleman should probably go in the fifth round. Mm. I don't yeah, want I him. I say sixth, seventh with Coleman. All right, 844-843-6879.
Oh, you know, the Trout Spree route was back there the other day. Um, Where we at? Where we at? Let me get back to the list over here. Let's go to my man. It says Joe in New Jersey. But I got a feeling this is my man, Brick City Joe. Brick City Joe, what up? It ain't Brick City Joe. This is the other Joe. Joe in New Jersey, my man, what up? <laughs> this is the other son. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> what up? What up, Joe? Not too much. I had to do that work thing for the past two weeks. Oh, okay. I so. feel you. It happens. I'm from here banging out every day. Well, I have to um, agree with you on the Jimmy Graham thing. But nice. What I do think it will, what I do think it will do, I, I think the yards are a little steep, those guys are saying. But um, I, I think this helps Aaron Rodgers out. Like, it brings his value up a ticker. Oh, I love Aaron Rodgers this so, year. I mean, I love him even more, I think. But my question is for you. Um, last year, I picked up Duke Johnson in like the 12th or 13th round and he, in a PPR, and he ended up being like the running back 15. Yep. Now, I'm more curious of what you guys think, some hidden gem way late in the draft of some kind of scat back. I'm hearing a little noise about Eckler and maybe Cohen, and I'm uh, wondering your opinion on that. You All know, right, when, when, weekend, hey, hey, thanks a lot, Joe, and good hollering at you. When it comes to that type right. of back, a lot of these guys are already in spots where fantasy owners know about them. The reason why Duke Johnson was drafted so late last year is two years ago, it was high expectations for Duke Johnson, mm-hmm. and he flamed out. So, every, so last year, everybody hopped off him, and he bounced back in a, in a real big way. If, you have to, if I have to say a, a pass-catching running back that's going late, I don't think he's going to put up Duke Johnson numbers but I think he can definitely overexceed where he's being drafted at. I think that guy is Giovanni Bernard. Jeremy Hill out that picture now. Yeah, Mixon is the lead dog, but Giovanni Bernard is not going nowhere, Rocky. Yep. With Giovanni, I Rocky, come on now. I need you to, when I say that, just don't look at me like I got right. three heads. Just let it fly. No, but with Giovanni Bernard, he's a solid running back, but I would take a lot of, there's a few other running backs I would take a flyer over. Bernard, like I would take like Garrett Blunt over Bernard. I would take uh, Jay Ajayi. You know, I, there's other running backs but I would they, take. But they're talk, we're talking about pass catching running. Oh, backs. pass catching specifically, yeah. Like you know, basically that's what they rely on. I mean, but like we discussed earlier, Tevin Coleman, he's a solid option. Bilal Powell from the Jets. I like Bilal Powell. I like James White. Good one. Yeah, James White. I like Montgomery the most. Ty Montgomery as like a as, a, as like a later round flyer that. In PPR, that could be a big-time pass-catching running back. On the Packers, like you said, where you got the most accurate quarterback in the game, doom, right there. Ty Montgomery is going to be the third-down pass-catcher on this team, and, and I think he's going to get some wide receiver reps as well here and there. So I think he's going to be a nice little play. He's going pretty late, the latest he's ever gone. So. Jim, to Joe's question, what do you think? I like Anderson myself. I'm with you. C.J. Anderson, I think, is going to get some play. Uh, I think he's another one. Bernard is definitely one I like. Uh, You know, there's definitely some guys out there. Tariq Cohen is going a little early. If you really – you can't really consider him a late option at this point. Uh, People are on to him and buying him early. So, I think those guys are are good calls. Naheem Hines is another one. I think think that Naheem Hines sucks. No, but but you do. Why? He's he's the pass catcher there. Marlon Mack – Yeah, but he's – He's having a rough, rough training camp. They're yeah. saying he's having a hard time learning the playbook. What about Carlos Hyde? Carlos Hyde. Yeah, he's a, he's a every down back. RB3. Like, uh-huh. you know. I'll be probably low in RB2 now. Mid-range RB2. Naheem Hines a bum. Don't draft Naheem, Naheem Hines. I don't, <laughs> he's a bum. He's a rookie. Leave him alone. Let's don't, don't, don't stop he's with Naheem song. Hines. He's a song. Hey, you going to cut him in week three. He's a dollar. Yeah, you know when he catch the passes in Indianapolis? T.Y. Hilton. Trey's in North Carolina. What up, Trey? Hello, Trey. Yeah. Trey, what up? How you doing? What's your question? Welcome to the Fancy Football Frenzy. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Before I get to the question, man, I got to agree with you with Jimmy Graham, man. Yeah. I'm not touching him this year. Uh, yeah. And uh, I'm Can I say thank this. you right uh, now actually, from the rest <laughs> of us? Hey, Trey, make your question quick. They just told me I got 90 seconds. What up? Yeah, um, I'm in a two-quarterback league. It's 16 teams, and I'm waiting to get a quarterback later on. So could you rank these guys for me out of Phillip Rivers, Matt Ryan, um, Mahomes, and Alex Smith? All right. What I'll do is we'll, we got to get ready to head out to the break. We'll rank these, rank these when we come back. You're in a 16-team, two-quarterback right. league. That is a man's league if I ever heard of one. Yeah. 
You got to get your quarterbacks early, my man. But right, when we come back on the other side, we'll go around the room and we'll rank these quarterbacks. Should we, should we keep Rocky? Yes. Jim? Hey, absolutely. Anybody from Westchester is good for me. That's where I'm from, Rocky. There you go. All right, so we keep Rocky. I was going to say no. <laughs> I was going to say no. <laughs> Next time I come to you, Rocky, I need you to All right. fly right off. Got you, Bang, 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 bang. You know what I'm missiles. saying? Fire missiles. And in this way, you can take this and cut it up. You know what I'm saying? Take it back to school with you. You got a girlfriend? No, I'm single. Good for you. Keep Enjoy it. <laughs> Try to keep it that way. Hey. So is Corey. I think he's hitting on you. <laughs> Shout out to Jim Day. This is a good one. All right. 844 <laughs> When we come back, talk a little beat the exec, and we put the rap on the weekend on the week. Why pay high rake when you can play daily fantasy baseball and pay half the rake on Fantasy Draft? Featuring half the rake GPP and head-to-head contests, exclusive VIP experiences, and the most flexible lineup structures in the game, Fantasy Draft is the only DFS site that puts players first. They're also the only site to offer 6 of 7 PGA scoring, dropping your lowest golfer's score. Register today with the code FNTSY for a free $4 entry into a guaranteed winner contest in the sport of your choice. Fantasy Draft, daily fantasy on a level playing field. Fantasy football frenzy back on FNTSY Radio. Jumpman, 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 Jumpman. Got Rocky hanging out with us. That's Fantasy Taz. That's Ventra the Closer. Rocky, you got a fantasy nickname? I go by The Rock. Oh. The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing too crazy. Though. I like it. I yeah. like it. <laughs> Very original. Yeah. I, I like it. <laughs> That's pretty the cool. The Rock. The Rock. Just go by The Rock in my year of birth or year I was born in. What was that, 2000? 95. Wow. 95, you yeah, young like, puppy. <laughs> 1995. Can you imagine that? 1995. Wow. I was in, I was in Orangeburg, South Carolina in 1995. I was living. I, I got socks older than that. There you go. And they stink, too. <laughs> comes full circle. I got them back. Yes, we have come full circle, Venture. Thank you very much. Oh, the boss, the execs are leaving. They're exiting the building. Maybe they'll come in the studio and look at us. No, And talk to the other exec. They're walking past us. The executives are leaving. They've signed a big deal, and they're going to give me a whole bunch of money. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what they were talking about. The yes, thing. they were figuring out a way to get me paid. <clears throat> Corey, time to wake up now. <laughs> they was like, we got to stop paying Corey on this franchise tag. <laughs> um, let's help out our train, North Carolina. 16-team, two-quarterback league. He wants us to rank Rivers, Ryan, Mahomes, Oh man, I Smith. I, Smith. Alex Smith. Thank you, Jim. I'm like I can't. I can't read my own handwriting. Oh, uh, and Alex Smith. All right, I'll go first, and then Jim, you go second. Rocky, you close it down for us. I'm going to go Ryan. I think Matt Ryan has a big bounce back season. Then I'm gonna go Rivers. Then I'm gonna go Smith. Then I'm gonna go Mahomes. That's how I'm rocking them right there. What you got, Jim? Well, I, the first two opposite for me, just because I, I like. Look, I, I like Rivers this year. I think Mike Williams is going to make such a difference to that offense. I, I like Rivers a lot this year. So I have Rivers first. I have Ryan second. Then I have Smith. And then I have Mahomes. And actually, right now, I have Mahomes a little bit way back on that. And, you know, you started to say it before we went to the break. In a 16-team league with two quarterbacks, and the guy had said he wanted to wait, don't wait. Yeah, don't wait. Don't. <laughs> get, get a good one early and then come back. Pretty soon after that for your second, because they're going to go fast. Uh, I got Matty Ice, Phillip Rivers, Pat Mahomes, Alex Smith last. All right, Rocky. Same order as Ventra. Because I think, because I, I really. I used to like you. Uh, Matt, Ryan's the best. <laughs> Matt Ryan's the best quarterback out of that group, because the Falcons are a pass-friendly offense. Yeah. You, know, you, got, you have Mohamed Sanu, you have Julio Jones, you have Calvin Ridley, who was projected to be the top wide receiver going into last year's draft. Of course, Devontae, the two-headed monster at running back with Devontae Freeman, with Tevin Coleman, and a defense that's always going to be improving. So Very good. Yeah. That, was, that was solid, but you, you didn't start good. You started with, I say more no. this Ventra. You, you no, that fired was my out mindset. Into, that was my mindset, and you then Ventra said it before me. You fired out into the microphone. You, you, you projected your voice well. I like how you came. It wasn't no stuttering. You, you owned that. 
Then you said, I, I, I agree with veteran. I'm like, wait a minute. You can't just say that. Give me something behind it. But then you gave me something behind it. Right. Solid. But the question is, me and you picked Mahomes before Alex Smith. They both picked Alex Smith before Mahomes. I think that was the big difference. Yes. Well, me and Jim have won many championships. <laughs> so you're going to go with the veterans. Yes. The veterans go with the veterans, and the rookies go with the so rookies. So is he going to throw to Vernon Davis and Jordan Reed a lot, Alex Smith? No, no, Absolutely, he will. No Crowder and got- Dotson, they're, they're good uh, players, but... Oh, Crowder's a beast. He has an Antonio Brown skill set. I would go with Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins, who granted Watkins has a history of being injured, but... Have you seen uh, Pat Mahomes play football? It was only one game, but from the one game I saw, he looked pretty efficient. He always, so you, you can judge Pat Mahomes off of one game. <laughs> I mean, so, so you're like a quarterback guru, huh? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like John Gruden. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Pat Mahomes. The one issue with Mahomes really is that he's probably not efficient. He's got a cannon. He can run. He can do all those Strong things. Strong arm. Strong arm. Tall. Uh, but he is going to throw picks. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let's go to Derek and Cali. Derek, what up? What's up, fellas? What's good with you, Derek? I'm hanging on. Hey, um, first of all, let me see. Yeah, I agree too with the Jimmy Graham thing. Because look, Jimmy Graham last year or last couple of years, uh, what was Russell Wilson? Top five? Yeah, exactly. You're right. Makes sense. Running, yeah, running for his life, needing somebody to bail him out constantly, and did Jimmy Graham put up all those numbers for him? Nope. Nah, say so I don't, I don't, I don't buy the Jimmy Graham thing either. So, Good point. Thank you. Anyway, but my 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 question is, um, and this is going to be kind of biased because obviously I'm a Raiders fan. What the is Raiders. up with the Raiders getting zero love in fantasy so far? I mean. Derek Carr is non-existent. Amari Cooper's way down the list. Marshawn's way down the list. It's like, are they really that bad that they're getting zero love for anybody? I'm with you, man. This is, and that's a good question, Derek. I think a lot of it is Amari Cooper was a massive failure last season. Amari Cooper was the bust of 2017. People are all for him. Derek Carr. Uh, De- Derek, where are you at, son? Derek Carr? No, I hear noise in the background. Derek, step outside. Uh, um, okay, hold up. Distracting me, Derek. <laughs> hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Carr also was a people. A lot of people had him ranked inside the top ten. A massive disappointment last year. They bring in Jordy Nelson. Nobody wants that old man. Marshawn Lynch is beat up. Oh he, come he d- on now! You really trying to get me You're started? Wait You're a minute! Wait a minute! Really wait, Jim, let me finish. Me he was okay, beaten. Marshawn Lynch was beat up last go year. Ahead. And people were drafting him higher, and he disappointed until the end of the season. So here's what I'll say. I'm backing on Cooper, but I'm buying him at his current price. I don't want no parts of Derek Carr. I think there's better. I'll buy Marshawn Lynch where he's going right now also. And as far as Jordy Nelson, I want no parts of Jordy Nelson. That's where I'm at on the Oakland Raiders. Well, you, so don't, don't, don't get mad, Jim, because you have to agree with those things right there. I really don't know. Um, I love Marshawn Lynch this year. Like you said, at the end of the year, we started to see the old Marshawn come back. He's looking like that again in camp. If, if you watch any of the videos, he's really just been lighting it up and tearing through people once again. So, you know, whether it's the Skittles, whether it's not the Skittles, I don't know. But I think I'm buying in on him, and I'm actually going for him earlier than what his current ADP picks because I think this boy has a really got solid chance to be an RB2 this year. So I like him a lot. Um, I'm definitely not on Cooper as much as others. I keep finding somebody else I like better at his mm-hmm. draft point. So I, I've been steering away from him. But for me, I, I'm also buying into Jordy Nelson. Again, it's from, you know, watching all these – videos and and listening to these beat writers and just saying how he has not lost a step. I don't care what happened last year. Something was wrong and we don't know what it is. And, you know, I'm not going to talk about about the guy who left and his analogy of how he fell off the cliff and hit all the rocks and how Martavis Bryant was going (laughs) to save the day. Martavis Bryant missed the last two practices because he had a headache. He couldn't get (laughs) on the field. He's a baby. Oh, poor baby. You know, Jordy Nelson is going to do a good job in Oakland. Martavis Bryant is going to be on the bench. A little, a little backhanded shot of Jake right there. Yeah. <laughs> if y'all caught hit every that. rock on the <laughs> yeah, way down. Hit every rock on the way down. I'm pretty sure it wasn't too backhanded. <laughs> Derek, another thing, Derek, that um, I think the national anthem divided that locker room last year too. Hopefully they don't get into that this year. What do you think about the Oakland Raiders this year, Rock? 
I think the Raiders, you know, it'd be very interesting to see how does John Gruden improve their, uh, Derek Carr. No, David Carr, right? Derek Carr. Derek Carr. David oh. is his Derek Carr, excuse me. How can John Gruden improve Derek Carr? Because last year, you know, he had an abysmal year. He was coming off the ankle injury. You know, on this, the Raiders, they just seemed like they couldn't get it together. They couldn't repeat the success from 2016. But I would, dra- I would draft Derek, Derek Carr, and I would take a chance on uh, Cooper. Right. That's pretty much it. Yeah, Where Brooklyn Carr. at? Where Brooklyn at? Randy is in Brooklyn. Randy, what up? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Chilling, what's good with you, Randy? I'm sorry, Kurt. I got to disagree with you, man. Jimmy Graham right. thing, I got faith in the boy. I got faith in the man. If you look at him last year, I believe he had 10 touchdowns, 100 yards. The year before that, 900. A little bit of less than the touchdowns. Got Aaron Rodgers. You can't go wrong with the guy. He is injury prone, but... Gotta look at the talent, man. The kid, the kid was stud. So that uh, that's my disagreement. Now, I do got a question for you guys on a 12-team keeper on tight end. I'm actually keeping Rudolph from Minnesota. My question was, you think I should, because it's a, on the flex spot, I could also put another tight end. You guys think that I should draft another tight end or just Rock with Rudolph and, you know. I'm not a big – listen, if you do the two tight end set – the Jim loves the two tight end fantasy set. I'm not a big two tight end fantasy guy. My thing is if I come across two tight ends throughout the course of the season that deserve to be in my starting lineup, I'll do it. I'm not going to go out and draft two tight ends to be in my starting lineup, Jim. No, no, I don't – and don't say I love it. <laughs> I've done it a couple of times. I don't love right. it. It depends <laughs> depends on the league and the settings. But I have done it a couple of times. Um, you know, again – it. A second tight end could be a viable flex in a, in, in a league where scoring touchdowns is what you need. If you got that tight end who's going to grab six, seven, eight touchdowns a year, that's not a bad flex play when you need it. Um, but, you know, not something I plan on doing in most leagues. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't really think about, like, you know, let me go two tight end set here. You know what I mean? Let me draft another tight end to throw him in the flex. If it happens, it happens. If you get the value, you get the value. But, um the thing is, you got Kyle Rudolph. I don't know what round you kept him in, but if you got him at a nice value, that's great for you. So just play the board. Get where you can get value. You could go running back, wide receiver, tight end. You could play the board. You don't have to worry about having two tight ends in your, in your starting lineup. That's something that will come around later. I agree with you about that. Like you, Your mindset shouldn't be about— Stay with us, Randy. I, I agree with you about that. Like Your mindset shouldn't be about, hey, let me try to get two tight ends or try to get two running backs or whatever the case may be. But, you know, having done some mock drafts over the last few months, and sometimes, like, if I would do, like, a mock draft would consist of 12 teams and I was drafting the later rounds, I was able to get, like, a Travis Kelsey and then get Zach Ertz. So that's a dynamic, excuse me, that's a dynamic one-two punch right there. I, I wouldn't have two do that. I would, five tight ends. Yeah, right. yeah, a robot? Wait, wait, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but you're Don't, talking about a third and fourth round put it that pick. way. Yeah, 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 exactly, Jim. You're talking to pre- prime pick. picks. Yeah, those are yeah, prime yeah. tight ends. Yeah. I, uh, hey, Randy, let me ask you this. $1,000 entry, fifth round. Jimmy Graham, yes or no? <laughs> I'm not answering that stuff. Uh, see? I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll take a flyer. I'm going to say flyer. See, now you see, you can't get it. You see, now, you see now when, you, when, you, when you put a, when you put a $1,000 price tag in the fifth or sixth round behind Jimmy Graham, everybody starts walking back. <laughs> I'm not walking back. You know I'm telling you right you know now, I'm not walking back. Base, right? You draft oh, come on. on. Wait, 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 hold on. Hold on. But hey, right, right quick, Randy. I got to sign off for of YouTube. Goon Squad, we out. Have a good weekend. Hope to see you in the draft tomorrow night. Now go back. Now what was you saying, Randy? I was just saying, man, the guy, the guy's talented. He has the number one quarterback. Like, you can't go wrong with that. If you just say all, all everything, everything goes well, the guy plays 16 games. You're going to tell me he can't do easily 900 to 10 plus touchdowns? Aaron Rodgers, don't throw the football to the tight end. My man, Randy, I'll holler at you next so week, brother. All right, brother. All right, my man. 844-8436-8879. Let's talk to my man PJ in Columbia. I know PJ is riding with me. What up, PJ? What's going on, man? I, I, I'm, unfortunately, I ain't riding with my fellow dark-skinned brother. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Us chocolates got to stick together, uh, PJ. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm thinking about is Jermichael Finley. When Jermichael Finley was healthy with Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers threw to him. That was, was a 15, that was 15 so years I, ago. I don't agree with you. That was 15 years well, ago. But you, say he, but, but you say he never throws to a tight end. That was a good tight end. He's got a good tight end now. So I'm going to go off that. So, Jim. So he does throw to tight end. Ask him the question. Jim. 
What yeah. what's what's the rub with with uh Aaron Rodgers and Jermichael Finley? Didn't Aaron Rodgers run Jermichael Finley out of town? He did pretty much try to try to push him out when they there were you done. go. <laughs> there you go. He ran him out of town. He does not like the tight ends. Aaron Rodgers don't like tight ends. No, no, no. That's not the thing. He doesn't like mouthy anyway. tight ends. Yeah. <laughs> PJ, you put a thousand dollars. Put a thousand dollars on it. Thousand dollar entry fee. Yeah, but Jermichael Finley's not Jimmy Graham. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. But but this is my other this is my other main question. Now I want to see something in real life, but I don't want to see it in fantasy. If Dez Bryant joined the Cleveland Browns, I think it's gonna hurt in Joku, and I think it's gonna hurt Landry. And I and I was high on them guys. So don't you hate when you want to see something in reality, but you don't want to see fantasy because it's hurting your main guys that you was in on? I can I can I can I can see that, and I can agree with you on that. I want Dez Bryant to go to Indianapolis to play with the Colts, or go to Seattle to play with the Seahawks. Yeah, there's other teams that need him way more. In Cleveland, he makes it a, a crowded wide receiver room, Jim. Mm-hmm. Again, it really comes back to whether or not Gordon plays. And I say it, I'll say it again, that the only reason I think they signed Dez is if they don't think Gordon is going to play. I I still think we're not hearing something that's going on with Gordon. And they're being very vague about the whole thing. And hopefully it's not. Hopefully he comes back and plays. I've said that before. I'd love to see him play. But I don't think they signed Dez if they think he's going to play. Go ahead, Roy. In regard to Des Bryant, what about him going to the Eagles? Because Alshon Jeffrey may not be available come week one. And don't you think he wants to stick it to the Cowboys? Uh, they have they have guys. They have Ertz. They have Aguilar. They have Mike Wallace. I'm saying with Jeffrey being out, mm-hmm. he could at least, depending on how long his injury is going to be, he could at least be the number one wide receiver for the first quarter of the season. I know, but he's not going to go to a team for just the first quarter. And he's not going to go to the Eagles, and I'll tell you why. Right now, the Eagles have a great team chemistry. They're not going to bring in Dez and yeah. hopefully maybe give him the chance to blow that up. Yeah, he's a uh, You know, coming off the Super Bowl, they're not even going to think about that. They're going to fly with the guys they have. The, col- oh, well, the Colts you, need him way wait, more. Wait, 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 wait. Jim, are you trying to say that Dez is a cancer in the locker room? Yes. No, actually, I don't really think he is as bad oh, as okay. people make him out to be. But I also think that Philly doesn't want to take that chance. Okay. All right. He's a little bit of a head case. You got to be honest about it. You know what? Most of the great He's ones not. are. Yeah, exactly. He's mouthy. Uh, Julio Jones is not at all. Well, Julio Jones don't say nothing. He don't say nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that about him. He don't say Julio nothing. Julio Jones scored three touchdowns last oh, year. Oh, don't. No, yeah, yeah, that's true. He's, He's my scored, favorite he player of all time. He did <laughs> score three touchdowns last year. Can't knock that. I'd like to I'd like to go back to the Derek Carr thing though at right, some point right. because I didn't take my point on Oakland. I don't know why everybody's bashing. I agree with that call. I don't know why everyone's bashing Oakland so hard here. Like Derek Carr, I know you said abysmal year last year. He didn't have an abysmal year last year. He threw for thirty five hundred yards, twenty two touchdowns, thirteen picks. That's not abysmal. Thirty five hundred yards for Derek Carr. I know that's that. That's it's not, not good. good. It's not good, but not it's not, not abysmal. Not, not in today's NFL. Marcus Mariota had an abysmal year. Marcus he had Mar- more picks oh, than touchdowns. But Mar- Mar- Marcus Mariota was injured, and Marcus Mariota has it runs the football. I understand that, but, but Derek Carr could be a lot better than this. I think he. he I think he's a great value pick late as a QB we, two we in just a two quarterback league. We just haven't. Would seen you make him yet. your starter? Or you just I, you put him can't. As a There's backup. too many quarterbacks to make him your starter, but I, he would be a great backup for me. I think a great backup to have because he could easily throw over 30 touchdowns just like anybody else. I mean, the guy's solid, and now you got John Gruden there, the quarterback whisperer. So this guy could easily take leaps and bounds. I mean, John Gruden don't like the type of cat that whisper though. <laughs> you know, no, he'll scream right in his ear. Yeah, he's going the quarterback, <laughs> the quarterback screamer. Rocky, my man, good stuff, bro. Thank you, Corey. You all right? Yeah, I'm doing good. You good? Yeah. And then you go back to school when? Uh, next week. Grad school. Next week for grad school. Yeah. And where you going? Iona. I, that's right. You. I, I keep forgetting you go. Right, Iona. It's, I, I'm. You know. You know what I be doing. Yeah. You in college. You. You, <laughs> you in college. You probably do that too. <laughs> you just laugh. I wouldn't <laughs> confirm if that was him either. I wouldn't confirm or deny that. Don't volunteer no information. My man Jim Day. You have a good weekend, brother. Thanks. Jim Day, first week in the books. Newest member of the Fancy Football Frenzy. Glad to have him. Game Jim, ball, Jim Day. Yeah, yeah, game ball for Jim Day. His first game ball. Getting through his first week. For the close of Chris Ventra, for Jim Day, I'm Fantasy Executive for my man Rocky. We out.